You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take a 
listening to African Perspective, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We say, we pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, 
civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of saint at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted and we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotep family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today. It is Wednesday. You've got to get up with a hump. So hope that you will be able to do so, whichever means by any means, by all means, get over the hump. <laughs> this is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at 
timeforanawakening.com. Top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that to drop down, you'll see African Perspective. This call Click may be recorded that. or transcribed. Click on that, and then there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Also, too, if you want to listen to this program, just go to timeforanawakening.com. On the right side of the page of timeforawakening.com, just program live. Hit it, and you're right in the mix. Don't go to TuneIn, because TuneIn, they start putting in commercials and stuff like that. you know. But I, I will say that if um, you want to listen to radio programs back at home or listen to other radio programs elsewhere, TuneIn's the, TuneIn's the bet. That's, there's, there's no doubt about it. You know, listen to Carl Nelson, his program out of D.C., or Baltimore, rather. And other, other uh, programs, I listen to a, radio, a couple of radio programs in Milwaukee. You know, so tune is the best on that. But not for this program. If you want to listen to this program, Time for an Awakening is the bet. And African Perspectives, there are no commercials. So got that? Cool. <laughs> yeah. So... Once again, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And uh, other programming we have here after this program is Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Fridays at 8 p.m. Fridays at 8 p.m. And then Saturdays, excuse me, on Sundays at 7 p.m. Sundays at 7 p.m. Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And, of course, the number to call is 215 215- Four nine zero nine eight three two two one five four nine zero nine eight three two, and of course for this program, if you want to uh, use a shortcut to get to the programming, that's babaoshi.net. B a b a o s h i dot net. Babaoshi dot net. You hit on that, and then there will be programs that are dated and titled for your listening and educational attainment and entertainment. All right. We Buy Black. We Buy Black. The largest online marketplace for American African owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. Brother Bamani Tahimba. He's ready to send another group of our people over to the motherland. He's uh, leaving November 16th to the 27th of this year to Tanzania. Some people pronounce it Tanzania, but from my understanding, they pronounce it Tanzania. And then uh, his next trip is December 24th to June. June, damn ocean. <laughs> December 24th to January 4th, 2024 to Azania. And some people pronounce that South Africa. It's a Zenia. You know, a lot of times, family, you know, we say, what do the, how do the people pronounce it? What do they say? You know? And if that's what they say, as far as I'm concerned, that's what it is. You know? But of course, you know, with Europeans, they don't give a damn what you say. You know? In fact, uh, I'm going to talk about that a little later. Uh, March 29th to April 9th, 2024, Liberia. Okay. My brother's calling me back. Uh, 
send him a text, call me after the program. Yeah, that's a good brother. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I mean, you, you never leave dead air. Um, sorry about that. Appreciate that. Anyway, okay, let's continue on here. Uh, March 29th to April 9th, 2024, Liberia. July 11th to July 23rd, Ghana. This November 21st to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet. December 24th to January 4th, 2025, Azenia. April 1st to April 11th, 2025, Senegal and Gambia. And of course, you can get information on how to purchase land, invest, repatriate, all good stuff like that. Everything you need is on the website of Africa for the Africans.org. If you want to see pictures, brothers and sisters, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. And give Brother Bomani a Tie him a call at 404-931-9429. That's 404-931-9429. Habashah. Habashah Incorporated.org. Habashah stands for helping Africans by establishing schools at home and abroad. And the great work that they're doing at Habashah Incorporated.org. LEDGE. LEDGE stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. LEDGE. The LEDGE Group. They have 12 projects going on in six different countries and over 170 employees and over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group. They deal in the areas of human necessity, the, the essentials, food, water, clothing, and shelter. Abibiatumi, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, Abibiatumi.com, Abibiatumi.com, social networking. That's right, transforming. Digital ideas to physical realities. Abibiatumi.com is transforming digital ideas into uncolonizable physical realities by focusing on tangible manifestations of ideas that resist colonization, emphasize self sufficiency, and encourage cultural empowerment. That's right. And preserve indigenous knowledge. Abibiatumi, A B I B I. T-U-M-I, a digital, bibiatumi.com. All right, all right, all right. Smire Pharmacy, Smire Pharmacy, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. At Smire Pharmacy, brothers and sisters, give Brother Jabril a call at 770-765-7751-770-765-7751. He can put together a health pro- program for you. Give him a call if you're on a lot of prescription drugs and so forth. You might be the brother to talk to. If you want to drop him an email, drop it at smipharmacy at gmail. Smipharmacy at gmail. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. Moses West and the Moses West Foundation. Ah, man, I tell you. 
the atmospheric water generating machine. It's just phenomenal. This brother's created something. So, I mean, when everybody was, I know some people, and, and they still, they still because, you know, he hasn't got any real publicity that is happening, and, and they still talk about water scarcity like it's, a, it's just it's going to happen, you know. No, it's not because there's water all around us. There's moisture in the air. That's water. That's H2O. And I asked Moses and Brother Brother Apollo, I said, hey, can they? You know, that's that's the time they had the derailment in Ohio and all those toxins in the air. Can they get water out of that environment? That environment goes in through the machine. It only, it only deals with the H2O molecule. That's what water is, right? H2O. The only deal with the H2O molecule, everything else is kicked to the curb. It goes through a filterization process, a cleansing process, and then out comes drinkable, usable water. The Moses West Foundation family. Donate. Donate. Our global mission is, to su is supported by donations. Donate. Go to MosesWestFoundation.org. MosesWestFoundation.org. All right, family. Rodada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located in the West End here in Atlanta on Ralph David Abernathy. And uh, they have delicious smoothies and fruit drinks and health foods and dry goods, all kinds of good stuff. They have uh, vegan dinners on Saturday and Sunday. Madonna's, across the street from So Vegetarian, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, Madonna's, Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, Mama Nia, she, uh, she's got it going on, I tell you, I love her. Good sister. Check her out. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, and so much more. The Medu Bookstore, 404 346-3263. The other bookstore we promote is the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia. That is east of Atlanta. Get on I-20. I-20 runs east and west. Get on I-20. Head east towards Augusta. Exit 74. Exit 74. Make a left on Main Street. Go about a mile or so. And on the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar, where my good brother Kazemde Ajamu is the proprietor. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. There is light in the Black Dot. Jump back in your ride. Head back the other way on Main Street. Now you're going south. And then make another left onto I-20. You're still going east. And the next exit is exit 75. Turner Hill Road. Make that exit at Turner Hill Road. Make a right. Three lights. Three lights. If you go past Bojangles, you went too far. Three lights. Make a right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. Us lifting us. The Economic Development Cooperative for Our People. They have their Thursday night broadcast tomorrow night from 9 to 10 on blogtalkradio.com. That's blogtalk.com radio.com forward slash ULU us lifting us if you want to call 
to listen or call to give questions, comments, or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us, lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother B just got it going on. He's got furniture. He's got clothes. He's got books. He's got holistic health CDs, DVDs, incense, you name it, jewelry. Man, all of it stacked it. And he even has a, a restaurant, a vegan restaurant in the on the premises. Give him a call at 478-256-1166. 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop, Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located in 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Give my good sister, Shelly Amonset, a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. And Sanjay-Haiti, Sister Gabrielle Aurelia, who's been doing outstanding work. You need to go online and check it out, family. Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E-Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay-Haiti.org. All right. Akaban Institute, and of course, they're having a fundraiser. And um, they're asking people for the benefit of Akaban. You just go to the PayPal account. They have a PayPal, Yahabaludi at Yahoo, or the Cash App account at dollar sign Yah M, the letter M. Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, and make your donations to Akaban Institute so they can continue to do the work that is so vitally necessary. Baba Baruti's book, Higher Ground, big seller, Higher Ground. He's a, a study guide with it as well, Higher Ground. And put this in there, the entire collection, 29 books and five study guides. Valued at over $700 can be less than six for the month of October. And that's available. Okay? It gives all the titles. I want to go through the title. I may do that maybe Friday. I don't know. And, of course, November 4th, Saturday. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday is um, the quarterly. Power and Practicality with Baba Rudy. And it's $10 for brothers, for warriors. $5 for warriors in training. And, of course, you go to PayPal account, Yabrudi at Yahoo, or Cash App, dollar sign Yabrudi. And, of course, put the pertinent information, power and practicality, your name, in your email address so you can get the streaming link, power and practicality. And, of course, Mama Enia, her is the same day uh, at from 4 to 6. Saturday from 4 to 6 embracing African womanhood and of course the same thing applies with the email address I mean the, the uh, pay arrangement which is PayPal and Cash App and put in your name and the title African womanhood part 2 your name your email address so you can receive the link alright and Kibuka Kibuka remembering middle passage to the eyes of our ancestors. This is so powerful, family. 
Saturday, November 18th from 6 to 9. Doesn't give it. It's going to be at the sweet spot, but I believe it's been there for years. So, But this is the, um, the streaming information once again. $20 a family, five, $15 a couple, 5 or $10 individual adult, and $5 for young warriors. And uh, you can do, once again, PayPal, Yabaruti at PayPal, or Cash App, dollar sign, Yabaruti. Rudy. And, of course, put Kibuka, K-E-B-U-K-A, K-E-B-U-K-A, Kibuka. Your name, your email address, so you can get the streaming information. Kibuka. Can't wait. All right. Baba Baruti. So, the Inya, the Inya Sasim daily revolutionary thought daily revolutionary thought October 24th he has not been born who shall say he has conquered me let me repeat he has not been born who shall say he has conquered me the Zulu personal declaration. That's right, I'm unconquerable. The spirit of African people is unconquerable. That's right. They can't touch this. Can't touch this. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of being the descendant of enslaved Africans. In fact, I'm very proud of this fact. That's right. I'm a descendant. I'm in no way inclined to dismiss the pain and agony of the one in every two Africans who were murdered during the Ma'afa, the Infakani. Neither will I dismiss the importance of the resilience passed down from millions of ancestors who died, captives of a vicious and malicious enslavement, nor the, de- the decimation in the struggle and determination of the nearly five million strong who ended our enslavement. I promise to never heed those who say I am too black, when it comes to learning our story first. At the same time, I am not lost in time. I am not lost in time of our captivity. For consciousness requires one to act. I am stuck, however, in analyzing where we are relative to where we were when we lived in human societies as original civilized people. By choice, I remain stuck in seeing how we measure up to the spirituality of those whom we consistently brag about as being the original people, our ancestors, the same people we now call Africans and without whom humanity would not share blood, breath, and existence. I will forever remain stuck in demanding that our people attain the same level of physical and mental consciousness and spirituality that they simply consider the essence of humanity. More, moreover, at this time, my foremost thinking is not concerned with other people, except to the extent that we focus on providing the best possible example for them to emulate. Oh, I say. I am not ashamed. Affirm, I am not ashamed. October 25th. Conscious resistance in a hostile environment. 
conscious resistance in a hostile environment of oppression cannot be viewed as radical. It is in fact a sign of normal behavior. The individual or group who does not resist when oppressed is abnormal. I say, Brother Kofi, I do. Brother Ariel D. Roberson. If if they had won, you and I would never have come into existence. If they had been successful in their attempt to turn us into something less, there would be no reason to be African. The revolutionary need to return home is a power built into our spirit. Although they did not create this internal drive toward the balance of freedom through forcing their oppressive afflictions into our spaces, they incited them. No genius can be suppressed indefinitely. It will rise again and again and again until it has returned to its normal state of power. I say, affirm, I am here because I'm African. Affirm, I am here because I am African. And that spirit, brothers and sisters, that spirit. <coughs> What is that? What is that? Okay, I got all kinds of stuff going on here. I think what I'm going to do, though, yeah, I'm going to do this before I get off into the uh, killers of the flower moon. And I'm quite sure many of you have heard about it or read about it or watched television programs because it's been on the... the uh, news programs it's been on the news programs and, um, that's where I first heard about it on the news programs and then I started seeing things on uh, on YouTube started listening yeah. I'm going to play something that I'm quite sure that you are going to enjoy and we're going to talk about it just not for long but for that moment brothers and sisters Richard Roundtree passed last night of prostate cancer he was 81 years old Shaft and honor Richard Roundtree and Shaft we're going to play Shaft
Shaft is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Well, I'm talking about Shaft. Yeah, he can dig He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. John Shaft. Roundtree made his transition and it was interesting um, they had uh, a opening of the museum I believe it, I think it was one of the I'm not sure if it's the opening but uh, he was one of the persons that uh, was recognized and I had an opportunity to to meet him and uh met him again in, in, in Madison, Wisconsin. And there's this movie called Man Friday, which I saw at one night. At this, I think it was a made-for-television movie. It wasn't feature film. And uh, it's the Robinson Crusoe story, a good take on it, and him and Peter O'Toole. And I suggest, I'm serious, I suggest that you check this movie out for what it says, although it has hints of um, cannibalism and, you know, I, I I wish they would leave some of that bullshit out the movies. But, you know, that's, that's how they do stuff. And uh, so, but anyway, um, Man Friday, because what it, what it said to me that here this man, Robinson Crusoe, or Peter O'Toole's character, on this island and creating things in his image and in his interest, and he sees these Africans uh, wash ashore because of the violent storm happened. They washed ashore, and a couple of them passed, and they were taking a piece of them, you know. And so he shoots them. He shoots them all except for Richard Roundtree, and he says, I saved you, you know, and so now you work for me, you slave for me, and he learns the English language and so forth, and basically he wants to go back to his island, to where he's from, but of course the Caucasians really don't want to do that, he wants to, because he got somebody right there that can cook, clean, very intelligent, in fact, some slavers, other Caucasians came onto the island and, and so saw how efficient Richard Roundtree's character was and was going to kill Peter O'Toole and, 
and take the breath. And, and, and that's pretty much what the discussion of today is dealing with the flower, the killers of the flower moon, the selfishness and the greediness and the evilness of Europeans, of Caucasians, of Urugu, of white people. As I'm saying that, you know, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Ron DeSantis and his ass desperately changing the educational system in the state of Florida. But you can't teach this. You can't teach real history. That's indoctrination. <laughs> the killers of the flowery moon. And so in it, um, in the movie, Richard Roundtree, you know, they surprise attack the the Caucasians run them off the island and of course he continues to work and work and because he says he's not a slave the Caucasians gave him a, gave him some money see you don't work you say I'm not a slave I got money in fact that's what he even shows to the Caucasians who came onto the island I'm not a slave I got money shit and I'm work and uh, so <laughs> in fact he told Richard Roundtree's character to die. He didn't tell me where the money was. There was more money. I'd run out of money. And since uh, he run out of money, he said, I ain't working. Damn. Well, here, I know where some money is. Go dive down there. He goes down there and gets it. And he continues to work until he said, uh, I can buy everything. I have enough money to buy everything in the house. The house that he stayed in because he stayed outside. Yeah. And he did. And he put that gun on Peter O'Toole's character and made him build that raft so they could go to his island. And he's telling this story to his people. And it's just interesting. It's really good. And and finally, really, he goes, they send him back to his island and his people party and so forth. Because one of the things that he said, I can work with the children. And Richard Roundtree was obsessed. No, this man is evil he's mentally deranged he should not be we should not turn our children over to him and brothers and sisters we should not turn our children over to our enemies we should not turn our children over to these messed up school systems here in this damn country no and you see what has happened because we have man Friday check it out in honor of Richard Roundtree you might want to check out of course um Shaft, the original one, Shaft in Africa, Shaft's Big Score, the three that uh, Richard Roundtree played in in 71 or 72, you know, 71 or 72. And uh, then, of course, the ones that uh, were remade with Samuel L. Jackson. And I think in the second one, he's in there. That's Is the one, which one is one? Uh, the first one was Samuel L. Jackson with uh, Jeffrey Wright. Man, I love Jeffrey Wright. He played that part of a Puerto Rican. <laughs> and Jeffrey Wright is a great actor. Love Jeffrey Wright. And then, of course, the last one with uh, Richard Roundtree with, with the gray looking good and, and Samuel Jack with the bald head and, of course, his son or nephew, whatever. Shaft, yeah. So, right on Richard Roundtree.
we're going to talk about uh, talk about the killers of the flower moon. The killers of the flower moon is about the Osage people. You know, when this country want to do something, very seldom did it bargain in any kind of faith with the indigenous people. There was probably over a hundred million people here today. There's only 5.5, the estimate, uh, indigenous people in this country today. And only 20%, only 20% of that 5.5 is actually full-blooded or truly non-diluted, full-blooded, 20% indigenous people. And of course, they what they have done over time, and I remember what they did in Oklahoma, uh, the Cherokee, which of course were huge in this area, the Cherokee on the Trail of Tears, Andrew Jackson, I hate his ass. They moved everybody out. And in fact, um, the uh, documentary that was done talked about the Cherokee Indians where the antagonist comes down into Florida and then kills the sister and everybody else to try to get back the captives because we ran, we ran. We escaped into Florida, into the Cherokee and of course eventually was uh, taken and everybody went west on the Trail of Tears. And what was sad is that the indigenous people, most likely the Cherokee, didn't want to share with us. Yeah. That's why I keep saying to us, family, we have no friends. We have no friends. And part of it of of uh, many different nations that were in the territories in the in the so-called plains, Oklahoma, you know, Kansas, and so forth, is the Osage, the Osage in Oklahoma. Around the same time that Black Wall Street was happening and what we were doing, oil was found on their land because you know when when uh, the Caucasian moved them to uh, Oklahoma they had no course they had no idea they thought they were bringing some of the worst land to even farm on they didn't give them no prime real estate you know better and so the Osage at the turn of the century by the 1920s struck oil they struck oil and when they struck oil people started coming in. Caucasians, Europeans, white men started coming into the Osage territory. And the Osage were a poor people but became instantly rich because of the oil. They became instantly rich. And many of the Caucasians wanted that wealth. Some of them married into the family. And what happened, they started being killed. 
Some outright assassinated or shot in the back of the head. Others were poisoned. They were poisoned. And so the characters, Robert De Niro's character is the most heinous, most heinous of the characters. He's the one who's trying to get as much as he can. In fact, he goes to one of the rallies to talk about the murders and what white people are doing, and he acts as a friend. In fact, he gives a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, back in nineteen twenty. Man, exactly. He gives a thousand dollars to the cause to find out to a private investigator who's doing these killings. And the character played by Leonardo DiCaprio is his nephew who marries one of the indigenous ladies. And he poisons her through her insulin. Murder and betrayal, family. And what struck me about this is what's happening today. And I've made mention of this on this program. A number of Africans, sisters who are marrying Chinese men. I had a couple incidents that I talked about on the program about Chinese men in Africa being very disrespectful. Truly, us in China have been disrespected. And of course, the Chinese, the Chinese, as I mentioned before, want to move in because of the lack of resources that China has. China has all this wealth and technology, but it doesn't have the resources that Africa has and the, and the usable arid land that Africa has. And they want it. And <laughs> you see, I'm sitting here saying to myself, thinking to myself, it's a damn shame that that our so-called leadership, whether it's religious, political, uh, uh, monetary leadership, or those who have, still don't understand, we got to go to Africa. We got to kick everybody's ass out. The only place for us to be is on the continent of Africa. And Africa must be independent, self-determining, liberated, and sovereign. We must control Africa. And everywhere else we are. We must determine for ourselves what's going to happen. What we're going to do. What we're going to build. What land, how it's going to be used. What currency we're going to create. (sighs) Man. 
very frustrating. And when you can see it be right in front of your face, right before your eyes, it happened there. Happened back then in 1920, the same time in 1921 of the Tulsa massacre and the Osage murders. The history of this country is pathetic, it's sad, it's sick. And yet, we still believe that somehow we can influence it to be better. We can influence it. I haven't seen the movie three and a half hours long, three and a half hours long, but based upon what I've seen on the YouTube and looking, listen to reviews. Obviously, it moves fast. It's not a long, draw, dragged out, boring movie. Bad invention, that is not. You know. And of course, um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, uh, he does prison time. He gets out. He lives to be damn near 90 years old. Robert De Niro's character was the 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 main character of deceit and deception and robbery and theft. He goes to prison about twenty years. He gets out. He lives to be eighty something years old. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Only the good die young. Evil sons of bitches like that live a long time. And considering what they might have done with the resources that they stole when they got out, it was there for them. They could continue on living when they got out. Yeah. Yeah, family. The old sage. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll go to the movies and see it for that three and a half hours long or wait till it comes on one of these streaming pieces. Definitely going to see it. And like I said, to me, we should definitely watch it. Number one, because, you know, when we are talking about, see, when we're talking about reparations, listen, family, we're talking about reparations. That's what happened with the Osage. They got this money. And next thing you know, <laughs> all these white folks got the money. Because many of the indigenous people married white people. That's why uh, when the Cherokee got some money from the United States government, they put a percentage on that you have to be this. And many of the brothers and sisters couldn't, uh, they didn't have it to be that. So they got nothing. They got nothing. It's the same thing that may happen here, family. We marry all of it. I mean, it is, it is seriously pushed and promoted. Although 
I don't believe we're going to get reparations in that respect like that. In fact, I pray that we don't. I pray that we don't. I pray that we don't get reparations. That'll be like a stimulus, that we have some money that we can further spend, that we stimulate the damn economy with buying of cars and, and, and conspicuous consumption. I pray that's not the case. The only reparations that has happened, that has been done, and that is um, Evanston, Illinois. The Evanston, Illinois situation is the fact that it is proven that they devalued their property. So they got compensated for that fact, the gerrymandering that went down in Evanston, Illinois, and how they uh, tried to... um, devalue their property well you know that's always been the case it's just like you know um, if they if they come to look at your house and it's you there they're going to devalue it but now if they come to look at your house and there's some Caucasians there there's nothing there's no pictures there's nothing that's a little different and then they'll give it a more proper or more uh, uh, respected price value for your home and your property. This is just how it goes in this madness family. You know it. And you keep expecting, you keep damn it expecting some fairness, some equality, some justice. Stop it. Stop it. And so I I don't promote reparations in that respect. I, yes, I, I agree with reparations, but the word reparations mean to repair. To give you, because of the sacrifice of our ancestors who were worked from KC in the morning to KC at night, 24-7-365, all of their lives. Generation after generation, from 1619 to 1865 physically, and then all of the mental, and then the... uh, uh, What is that? Convict leasing. Then the convict leasing, and they were still working for nothing. And then the sharecropping for nothing. It is a history. Consistently. So you damn right we deserve reparations, but not just to be a, so we can go buy a car. So we can move from the house that we in in this hood to a better neighborhood. In fact, I I look at reparations globally. I don't look at reparations here in this country. I look at reparations globally. I look at reparations for what has happened to Africa and the colonization and the rape of resources. That's what I look at. And, And so... Europe has to pay. All of Europe. Everybody else. Indians. They all have to pay. We must repair our land and repair ourselves. That's how I look at it. I know many people want some money. 
what you know what they can do with the money you know put themselves in a better position their children in a better school pay for school whatever I understand these things finally get a good car yeah but to me it's not about what happens to us individually it's what happens to us as a people what happens to us collectively that because we came together and we made the demand collectively and we said these are the things we want educational we want to develop educational institutions you fund them but you don't you don't have any input about how it's run what will be taught none just give us the damn funding We'll create the books ourselves. We create everything for us. That's how I look at it. We get the equipment to farm. We get the we we get the building. We 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 build hospital materials for building hospitals and schools. Building roads. Airports, terminals, uh, ports, all of these things. All of these things. I'm not jealous of, of any other group because what they have been able to do or jealous of the Arabs, uh, the Saudis in Arabia creating Abu Dhabi and, you know, in Dubai. I know what we could do if we were put in that position and we had our right mind. I know what we could do. The, 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 the question is, do we have the will to do it? I'm going to take a break, brothers, and I come back from the break. We can go to the phone line. You let me know what you think about the killers of the flower moon and anything else you want to talk about, family. The Killers of the Flower Moon. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com I got another oldie I'm going to play for you. Soulful Strut came out in 68. I don't know when I Saw it. I thought, oh, wow, soulful strut. I haven't heard, Bobby haven't heard that since high school. That was a, that was a, um, most bands back in that time. High school bands or college bands played this. You know? So you probably will remember it as well. Soulful strut. <laughs> yeah. Brothers and sisters, let's give a listen. Hold on here. Gotta do that. And I gotta do this. That's right. I gotta do it, family. I got to do it. Yeah. Okay. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media 
part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Young Holt Unlimited, Soulful Strut, the 1960s, 1960, the latter part of the 60s, I think it's 68. And if you were in school around that time and you had a band, they played it. <laughs> a lot of schools don't have bands today, family. They really don't. At least I know in Milwaukee, there's only about a couple of high schools that have a band. Yeah, I know the high schools I've seen here have bands. Bands are expensive. Yeah. So, uh, let's get back to the discussion and open up the phone line. So, you can join this conversation. 443 443. Good afternoon. Okay. Brother Irv wants to listen at this time. Mama Nabantu. Mama Nabantu. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. How you doing? You just, are you two? You just want to listen? Uh, I'm listening and. Uh... Um, want to know if you got your invitation to come to the um, the dinner on Saturday evening? Yes, yes. Send it again because I I did. I got okay. that. Okay. Send it again. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No, thank you, That's dear. It. All right. Peace. Peace. Brother Paul. Brother Paul. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Baba Ochi. What's happening, man? How, how are you? I'm well. How what about you, you? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing, my brother? Well, as I always say, I'm alive and kicking and um, just appreciating every part of life. So keep on kicking. Do, That's right. Keep absolutely. on, keep on I, kicking. I, 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 absolutely. I just want to give thanks for life. You. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it, Baba Ochi. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure, dear brother. Keep on Baba Ochi, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, every life, life, um, uh, well, I, I, I actually uh, find evidence for the fact that life is a continual occurrence. So for me, I, I, I tend to like this, yeah. Everything runs on a cycle. Yeah. Circular, uh, that's why I see it. So as much as our um, good friend um, has uh, passed away in this term, the energy which animates him for this term will come back again. And again, and I think that we are just on a we're on a lesson. We we we're here to learn a lesson. We we have a role to play. That role starts before we're here. And the reason why I feel that, Baba Ochi, is because, uh, you know, if we look at what we're discovering about our Africanness, is that there's such thing as a naming ceremony, and that naming mm. ceremony doesn't start straight away. It it develops on your character. Right. It develops. It develops on um, what they know about the family mm. and about the people and about your connections. So it actually starts before you physically come into this plane. That tells me that they had they had the idea that the sick the circular cyclical sorry mm-hmm. uh, of life is continuous. Right. Yeah? You know what I mean? You know, um, but obviously throughout. Um, hell of a cost 
we've lost a lot, but we're 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 we're, we're sankofering and we're going back and we're fetching information and we're bringing right. it back into fruition. That's what you do Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Exactly, that's what I so, try to do, brother. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. so we, we should never look at. Um, we should never look at thing we've been indoctrinated with the term death as being the end of it. It's not. Um, you know, we we we're here to do our lesson. And some of us make a bigger mark than others. Those who make the biggest mark, we keep repeating their names because they never really, we keep reminding ourselves of the mark they made. And we feel that. And, and that, that, that is the, that, and that's what we must do. And especially that's what we must do with our legacy. We never, we never forget. And we pass on the information, just what you're doing, Baba Ochi. Right. So, you know, and, and why I have to say this is because we, a lot of the time, it's quite disheartening, although I know it's necessary to spread the doom and gloom. It's disheartening sometimes when I hear it, but then when I come out, when I think about it on reflection, the purveyors of doom and gloom, I have to call them like that because there are some people, that's all they spread is doom and gloom. They can only, I'm not going to say negative because you need negative and positive energy for current to flow. That's nature. So I'm not going to use the word negative. I'm not going to use the word positive. But what I'm going to say is that it's, they are the purveyors on doom and gloom. And I so often wonder why they purvey so much doom and gloom. Is it something with some sort of trauma they can't seem to come to terms with? And there again, we have to come to terms with our trauma. We have to come to terms with what's happened to us. And we can deal with it. And we must deal with it. And we are dealing with it. We, we're communicating. And that's the first stage of it. Because if the left hand don't know what the right hand's doing... You're going to be in problems. Right. So this is why we communicate. That's why you're doing what you're doing, Baba Ochi. You're communicating. You're, you're sankofering. You're going back and fetching the information. And you're spreading it on the internet, the world wide web. So, Baba Ochi, for me, whenever, whenever you come on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, it's it's elating for me. It's fun. It's it, well, I appreciate it, it's, man. It's, and I appreciate all the times. I appreciate all the times that you've been listening over these years. And calling in and contributing, you know, uh, and your spirit and your fire, brother Paul. I thank you. Such stuff you send me. I've done a I, I've done a program around just stuff you sent me, <laughs> and will continue to do so because I appreciate it so much. Okay, you 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 as an elder, right? I'm gonna. I have to make this clear because I mean this. You know, we're all we're we're all suffering from trauma. Not one of us are not suffering from this trauma, but it's how we deal with this trauma. You know, some of us are so in depth in it that we keep re re regurgitating it, and it's really not doing us any good. We must make use of it. We can make use of it because you can make a good situation out of a bad. Yes. But therefore, you just reciprocating that, you just even acknowledging that, acknowledging. Um, being in the act of knowing and actually, you know, being that elder to be so humble as to just put it out there like that, Baba. That means a lot to me, Baba Ochi, because trust me, in my experience on this planet, too many times, and I'm going to talk to black men, and I know it's the same over there. I've, li I've been there. I've been to many places, and it's the same patterns I see. Too, ma too many times we suffer from a dented sense of ego, we become very egotistic to the point that we don't even want to acknowledge what others pass on to us. We just want to be the ones to have all the limelight and pretend that we're the ones that 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 kind of turns my stomach sometimes when I see elders do that. You know, what I mean, you might 
share something with them that you know they weren't aware of and they're just not they can't even humble themselves enough to acknowledge that you know what i mean and and this is dysfunctional behavior it's dysfunctional so always pointing the finger at this devil sometimes we have to take a reflection and look at ourselves we've got to try and come to terms with our trauma and that's what that's the beauty of this show because you when I listened to your story, all the, you know, the things you've done when you had the interview with Baba, I just knew straight away that you're real. You're for real, Baba Ochi. And unfortunately, a great deal of us, because of our trauma, we become actors, we become pretenders, we become liars, we become deceivers. And I see these people straight away and it really turns my stomach. And, and, I, and I have another side to me. I can, I can become very ignorant and very hostile to them. Very. You know, I mean, I can switch up the play very quickly and become like the devil. <laughs> but, you know, where's the real among us? I will support the real among us. Right. You know what I mean? Right Seriously. I you know, we need yeah. to be real. And we need to yeah. take on this nonsense which is going on on this planet. So let me get, give you a break. And <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate it, Brother Paul. My you bet. Just stay, hang on, man. Just hang on with us. Six four six six four six. Good afternoon. Hey, Ochi, put me on hold for a second. I sure will, man. You got it. Four four three four four three. Good afternoon. Good morning, African world. (laughs) (laughs) You are listening. I'm well, man. I'm well. I'm well, brother Irv. What about you, man? You doing okay? Oh, bro, I got back in town. Uh, I went out to Kansas City and uh, did a movie with um, Umar Gooding. Yeah, Cuba Gooding. Right, Cuba Gooding. Yeah, I saw that, man. Yeah, we did a drama. I I thought I sent you a picture. Yep. We we chopped it up a little bit, but it was it was interesting. It was interesting. I was out there for about a week. And I just come from LA, but other than that, I'm I'm listening to you, Baba Oshi, and um, I, I notice when you, <laughs> I I know I overthink stuff, I know I'm extra, but you start as you as you talk about these injustices, because it's really injustice what these crackers do to black people, yeah, and what it's, they do to anybody that they come yeah. in contact with, and and they do have a they do have a big plan, but as you talk about it. It gets it, it it builds up more and more emotionally. Yeah, to, and it, it does that to me too. Yeah, because I I can see how how we how they have not won. And in other words, it looks it gives the impression that these white people are controlling everything. Yes, but if they were controlling yes. everything, why are we still here? Or are we an essential part of their of their demonic foolishness that they're doing? Not Do they anymore. Have to have us here? No, not anymore. But although some right. have argued that they have to have, but they can do that to other Caucasians because they, they could, right. you know. So the elimination of us is in the works. There's no doubt about it. No. Uh, when there was no more cotton to pick and no more tobacco uh, and all of those kinds of things, and, of course, uh, when they uh, went to um, convict leasings, when they went to pr- the prison industrial complex, all of the other things, you know, suddenly, no, we don't have any more use for these people. Let's start getting rid of them. You know, uh, let's That's start. Right. Let's start uh, from a health standpoint. Do some things that will. I mean, even um, Bill Gates said he said we have ability 
through our vaccinations to develop population control. I'm like, the fuck? I thought yeah. vaccine was supposed to help people make them healthy to maintain population or increase population. But you're saying, no, it's for population control. And population control is always meant and always will mean, particularly by them, a decrease in population, a decrease correct. in population. But, so, you know, Baba Oshi, if you, you're absolutely correct in what you're saying. If, if you notice back in the early, uh, early 19th century or, or even the 18th century, the, the rise in homosexuals, there were homosexuals, but there wasn't this type of oh, pervasive homosexuality. No. Oh, no. Yeah, and, and because you were needed as men, and mm. you were needed, uh, and, and, and in the homosexual, be, living in the homosexual lifestyle, or even being in a homosexual mindset, you, you're, there's an imbalance in your mind. You don't mm-hmm. believe you're a man. You believe that you're a woman. You, you, and there's different levels to it. Some of them want to dress up. Some of them want... Uh, mm-hmm. All of them are pedophiles, as far as I'm concerned. That's just my personal view, not anyone else's. Mm-hmm. But they all have different levels of their of their homosexuality. Some want to dress up. Some just want to. Uh, they want to be a woman. Some don't want to be. It, it's all the mental illness that they that they suffer from the delusion, the delusional, and and that and that's making them confusing because some of them aren't as I, I was as gay as the others. So, but they all are put into one pot. You know, you're gay, and it's and and this is what um, this is one of the things that they use to control, uh, to control a whole race of people. And I mean, we also we all know that race is a construct, and it's and it's used to, to perpetuate racism, white supremacy. But they use that along with the prison uh, industrial prison system, uh, the drug the, the drug addiction, the the violence, the mentality of violence. Violence is taught in the schools to our children that the conflict resolution is violent. If somebody does something to you, you can carry a gun and you can hurt them because mm-hmm. you ain't going to let nobody. Right. It's all me. I got to look out for me. And, and, and it's a never a we, a we situation, Baba Oshi. They never teach a we curriculum. It's always an a I, an iPhone, a me. Mm-hmm. I did this. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm the best gymnast in the world. Yeah. And, and, in, and in these types of mindsets, that's when you get the people that come out, their children are so imbalanced because they're pushing, they, they quickly push religion away because religion, organized spirituality is what religion is. And when you have an organization, any type of organized, you're going to have structure. And we can't manipulate you if you have a structure. If there's something that you won't do, Baba Oshi, then I can't make you do anything. But if it's but if you'll do anything, hmm. you know, I, I, you know, I'll do anything. There ain't no rules. I ain't got no rules, That's man. Right. I make my own rules. That's right. You make your own rules. So now you're going directly against the universe. Mm-hmm. You're pushing back on, nat- on nature, which is your spirituality, which is your God. But you, in your mind, you think God is a man. You know, because Father and he, and it, it, you think there is the woman has no place because in actuality, White people hate women. Mm-hmm. They really do. Yeah. They hate women. They hate them with a passion. Well, look at they the history. Love children. Look at the well, history. That's the history. Yeah. That's the history. They love children, and I mean love children. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're pedophile. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to say that because anything that you say, there's a consequence. Right. There's a consequence with me talking right now. There's a, you can say what you want. Yeah. Freedom of speech, but there's a price to pay for what you say. Yes, it is. But I don't work for nobody. 
see when you when you when you're at a job. Well, why do you? How do you know what this business supports? And why do I care what this business supports? You know, we support homosexuality. Mm-hmm. So why am I buying from you? Mm-hmm. You ain't buying from me. I get some money from reparations. I'm running right to you to buy something because <laughs> we don't make airplanes. Right. We don't make trains. Black people don't make trains and airplanes and and cars. We don't do. We go straight to this white man to give him this money so that he can give us the things that we think will make us happy. But in the reality, everything that we, we have, everything we need, everything we need is in us. But if you never look inward, then you never see it. And I know I'm getting a little deep, Baba Oshi, but the reality is I don't wake up with Oshi every morning. I wake up with Urban every morning. Mm-hmm. You've been doing that for years, opening your eyes and waking up to you, and your heart's been beating for all these years by itself. Right. So God's got something for you to do. You have a you live a purposeful life. You 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 and, and we are driven. Once you have the knowledge and the clarity, and you look at life through a different lens, you see things different, and you see the same people you've been seeing for years, and you look at them and go, "Damn, that's a devil." You can, you look, <laughs> well, yeah, especially when you character. especially when you see the evil things that he or she has done, you know, right. and how selfish they well, are. How mean spirited they are, yeah. You know, they're like that. You know, and they pass this on to their children. It's a legacy thing because they, they, their God is their money. They worship the money that can get them the things they think they want. And then at the end of the day, Baba Oshi, it's it's about your relationship with your Creator. It's not about your relationship with this one or that one. The people in the world are important because we have to have. I didn't learn about anything from something falling out the sky. I learned it from another person. Mm-hmm. Another person guided me to this, to guide me to that. And I don't worship people. Right. But you gotta, but we gotta think, we, as we get older, you gotta think it out for yourself, brother. Do what works for you. But understand that if we walk, if we walk collectively, we'll get more done than we'll ever get done by ourselves. Right. And I'm gonna stop right there, Baba Oshi. I hear you. Because that's it. Collect, we have to be collective. Well, that's, we that's, have to walk. That's who we and, are. That's who we are historically. We're a collective correct. people. We're very communal. You know, in fact, some, <laughs> you know, they had this communism thing. That's No, we had communalism way before that's this right. thing of communism because we are a communal right. people. We share with one another. Uh, uh, I am because we are. And because we are, I am. I am. You know? There you are. There so, you go. That's the bottom there you line. Go. And, and we can... And you can also add, I live internally in the red. That's right. Because all I am, I owe. Oh, and that's true. Yep. I'm only here because someone else uh, oh, had a Someone else thought about me. Come definitely. on now. So, so now, nah, Baba Oshi, this, this, the way we look at these these Caucasians, these crackers, take take from these other people, these, these other races of people, and, and they, they keep doing the same thing over and over again. Now they make movies out of it, and they're going to make a billion dollars off this movie. Because it's entertaining to see someone else's pain, you yeah. know. But let's be perfectly clear, Baba Oshi. Uh, American Africans have more pain. We got enough pain for everybody because we're the only people in this country that have been enslaved. We're the only people in this country that uh, that have been, was raped on a regular and it was illegal. Yeah. If I make a mistake and kill my slave while I'm disciplining so him, it's not murder. No. Huh? No. That's a law. Yeah. That was a law. Right. And it was for white women right. because the white women were killing these slaves. 
Right. Because these babies, because their husbands was having sex right. with these uh, slave women because yeah. they were perverts. Right. You know, but we as a people went through that over a century, mm-hmm. more than a century, went through this type of living, and we're still here. So you're not getting rid of us. As a matter of fact, we're winning, and they know we're coming for them because we understand. The biggest thing was not to let them read. Don't let them read. And they, even right now, we're just going to give you a sound bite. We're going to tell you what. No, you don't tell me what to believe. I, <laughs> I read on my own. I have a library in my house. I, I read on my own, and I read it over and over again because repetition Mm-hmm. It's how we learn, right. you know. But no, nah, Baba Oshi, I want to let someone else oh, get man, on. Bro. You know, I could go on and on. But brother, I'm good hearing your voice, man. We're gonna talk after the show. Okay. Oh, no, oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So we can uh, for sure do our do our program on Friday. That's right. Huh? This yeah, Friday, yeah. Let's, let's do that. Let's do that Friday. And talk about brother, what's brother, going brother, on in Africa. Gonna, yep, we gonna co-host and talk yeah. about all the the interpolation that happens in Africa, the manipulation that happens in Africa, and how they can <laughs> still do what the hell they do. And Africans, and the only reason why they can do that shit because Africans are divided. If Africans were unified, that's correct. That's correct. I'm I'm frustrated. Well, you see what's happening in in Faso. There's the four Chad Faso. They're starting. They they are not starting. Mm -hmm. If you attack one of us, you attack all of us. Yeah. And that's and why and why are we sending? Why and why Mayweather sending money over to Africa to help to help them fight these? That nigga too dumb to send money over there. Yeah. He sent money to these Jews with a private airplane, and he cheesing like he doing something fantastic. I didn't hear yeah. that. I mean, yeah. 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 They go doing something fantastic. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> U- European Jews. That 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 that, that Negro showing how the buck dance and <laughs> turns out their investment in his black ass. That, yeah. that, I love that. that Negro is the prime candidate of when you use. The burning necktie. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I yeah, mean, I, I've, I've been. I've always been very dis- disappointed. Like with, with, very disappointed with uh, 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 Mayweather. Very disappointed. Why are you him. disappointed? What that big ever did for black folks? That's my point. <laughs> That's why I've been very disappointed. Because he ain't done nothing. That's right. So except for except for flaunt, except for flaunt as well. Except for flaunt as well. But I mean, hey, Jay, Jay, I. He's in a line of a long line of disappointments, okay? So, so, <laughs> we can have yeah. a roll call if you like. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, why are we just doing roll call? Yeah. But the reality is this. The white man is going to use them and use them until they bleed them dry. That's all. I mean, he's just one out of so many others that are doing what the white man put him in the position to do. I mean, you know, if anything that has been taught the last two weeks has been the manipulation of the media and the miseducation and misinformation of the Negro. The Negro don't even know the difference between abuse, genocide, outright murder, and any other type of atrocities being placed upon the people. If you can't understand why Hamas has done what they've done, then you're not a human being in my eyesight. Well, you're not informed because what happens is is that uh, uh, media is screened. And so you're not, you're not, you haven't been getting any information 
from the Palestinian people in Gaza or the West Bank or any place else in, quote, Israel. Because well, you? you're not, and you know you won't. And well, so therefore, well, all this is, no, because it's suppressed. Why would you? No, you're not going to get it, because especially here, because this, this, uh, uh, this is Israel's hoe. Israel is a <laughs> pimp. Israel is a damn yeah, pimp. This is his hoe. Yeah. Israel hoe, if you think about it. This is his hoe. If you really and every, think about listen, it, listen, hey, 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 uh, uh, Jay, when you get yeah. into Congress or the Senate, and maybe even on a local oh. level, you you pledge allegiance and swear that you will defend Israel. If you are a Christian, if you are a Christian, your thing in, 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 your, in your theology is that you support the Jews. You support the Jews because Jesus was That's a Jew right. and you support the Jews regardless. You support them unconditionally. And so therefore, hey, no. Yo, yo, hey, Jay. Listen, they got a monkey man twisted sister, Baba Louie, here in New York by the name of Congressman Richie Torres. He is the congressman of one of the worst districts in um, the Bronx. He is the biggest panderer of the Jew that I have ever seen. And the crazy thing is, they give him that money. Yeah. From what they said, they have given him over $500,000, the Jew. Okay. In order for him to be the weak kneed, sissified monkey man that he is, just pandering to the Jew. I mean, he, if, if you don't understand what is being done to the people in Gaza on a daily basis, yeah. then something yeah. is really fundamentally yeah. wrong with you as a human being. For you to justify, now, think about this. I think all three of us enjoy eating. Imagine having to live your life on rations of what you could eat. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Of rations of how much water you can use, of rations of how much electricity you can use. I mean, just think about these basic things. And and, and they've been under that and they've been under that for decades. Let me say this to you right quick. You remember the movie Superfly and Across the Hunting Street? I know Herb do. That's up Herb's alley. (laughs) You remember the scenes where you know they were running through the alleys and the vacant buildings and all of that? Mm -hmm. It's very vivid. It, it, It never leaves you. Think about this. That's how Palestinian children grow up every day. Yeah. Living like that. Yeah. Every day. The devastation. So how could you not the grow blight. up wanting to kill a Jew? Yeah. Whenever you have the strength to kill a Jew. And then you look at how they live. It's just like South yeah. Africa. It's just like South yeah. Africa. Same thing. You know, look at where they were where they women mm-hmm. on that Saturday. Did you see the homes, the the landscape, the gardening, yeah. all of that? Yeah. To where as 
they went in there and did their thing. But in I fact, mean, think about a child growing up from birth, having to live like that their whole life. Mm-hmm. And, their wait whole a minute, life. And, and think about this, Brother Jay. They're, the, 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 they said they, they've taken 200 hostages and Hamas just up and took 200 hostages. We just attacked them. This is not, they're not living in a, in a vacuum over there. In other words, this is happening because of something else that's happened. When you occupy someone's country, they, they live under occupation. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's just like uh, the American African in this country. Did you really think you were going to keep us enslaved for 500 a million years? Did you really think one day we weren't going to eventually succeed in, in rising up and, and, and at least slowing this thing down? And that's what's happening over there. They're tired of being occupied. They're tired of being persecuted. And these people are rising up, and they're willing to die. They have nowhere to go. They won't even let these people leave. They said, you can't leave. Come on now. I mean, I mean, what kind of, what kind of life do you have? In all there is honesty, no life. There, there is, is no life. life. Because they want to eliminate you. They want to exterminate you. Education. They want to eliminate. See, see, the 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 Palestinian people are not ignorant people. They're not uneducated people. I don't know if they're as educated as they was twenty, thirty years ago. But twenty, thirty years ago, they were producing great minds because that's all they could do was go to school. Mm -hmm. But nobody talks about that. But now when you look at Gaza, it's worse than a hellhole. They don't even have places like that, I don't think, in America right now, other than in Kentucky or a couple of other, Appalachia. Mm -hmm. I don't even think the Appalachians are living as bad as the Palestinians are in the boondocks in Kentucky that allow that, 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 that germ... McConnell to still stay in office, but I mean the reality is, how could you not grow up wanting to kill a Jew? That's your birthright to kill a Jew, if the truth be told, because I know that would be my birthright. Yeah, well, look what they've done. I I would understand that. Look how I just be look, a human look, being look look how, how look how I have mother. lived. Look how 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 I have lived all these many decades you know since they came in in 1948 look how i have lived and when they constantly taken and so when you hear the word uh kibbutz that is an illegal settlement so when those people were taken hostage they were in the illegal they had taken some more land they've constantly taken more land There's only two solutions to this situation, brothers. Two solutions. I'm sorry to say it, but the only two solutions are to kill off all of the Palestinians or move them someplace. Because there could never, there could never, they could never ever, live together. Ever be no, no common ground. No, not there. In that environment, no. it could never. So there's be a no two state solutions. There's no two no. state solutions. Nah, no, because the reality is. Mm-hmm. They're never going to allow the Palestinian people to, number one, govern themselves. They don't even allow them to have trade. 
They don't allow them to build institutions. They don't allow them to trade with other countries. I mean, you know, if, if, if there was an honest truth to the American public on how Israel treats the Palestinians, you would have a better understanding of why these people act the way that they act. It's like me and you, Oshie, if we grow corn together, we could sell corn to our neighbors or to other surrounding counties and cities and things of that. Palestinians can't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they took away their most one of their most prized life possessions, mm-hmm. the olive tree. Decimated to where they can't even. I mean, come on, man. This is absolutely. This is absolutely sick. Yeah, it is. And no, what, no, what? I'm looking at it from a different lens. What it actually is is a a diversion. This is the the, the news is talking about this 24/7. But I, but I am talking about the 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 plight of, of of the American African. Our, our, our fight ain't stopped because they fight. They've been fighting over there. They're cousins. They've been fighting for years. The first thing Obama did was kill a brown man when he got in office. The fight of the American African is, is we're not, we, need to, we don't need to talk about it. We need to be about it. The reparations are going to come, and they know it. I don't know how what form they're going to come, but we have to be ready to understand reparations ain't for a new car. Reparations ain't for me to get a big house to live out near white folks. If you want to buy a house, buy a community and live amongst yourselves. Mm. Why do Jews live yeah. amongst themselves? Because they're comfortable. Why do we sit at the at the table in the cafeteria with all the black people? Because right. I'm, I'm comfortable. You don't see a lamb sitting with the lions. We running okay, around here trying progress, to beat them. Brother. The, the Negro don't see that yeah. as progress, yeah. living amongst and, yourselves. And we got to teach them. Let me get Paul in here. Go ahead, oh. Brother Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, thank you very much, um, Baba Oshi. A brilliant conversation and great contributions. But I, 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 I am so. Um, I have to. Uh, you know, I listen to uh, our brother Jay. I'm going to start calling him Killer Jay, man, because the amount he talks about killing, man. He, we just got to give him the name, our uh, brother Killer Jay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, seriously. The brother Jay is a proper that's the honesty of it. Mild did it. Everybody else has done it. No, I hear, you, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But Brother Jay, we don't have to follow the Chinese, the Japanese, the Indianese, <laughs> or whatever other ease. We just have to follow our own divine uh, purpose. And I'm so glad, you know, our brother Irv interjected there because I was thinking the same. But I want to ask my brother Irv a question. What is the difference between saying African American? An American African. What is the difference? Let to me, me, the difference, the difference of in, in an American African is African American was a term that was thought up by Jesse Jackson, uh, and he wanted to wait, and he wanted to have us be as close to American these so-called Americans as he could. The American African is a person who understands they're from Africa and that they're Africans all over the world. They're Jamaican Africans, they're English Africans, they're uh, German Africans, they're Africans all, and that is the diaspora of Africa. Of Africa. All, we're everywhere. So the, the point I'm, the difference in the, in the African American is he is basically trying to assimilate to the, to, the, to the white people in this country. He wants to be like them. Well, he me... wants to wear their hair. He wants to talk their talk. He wants to wear their clothes. I want to wear. I want to wear African clothes. I want to know 
where I'm from inside, not necessarily outside, because Africa is in me whether I'm in Africa or not. Let me, get it? Let, me, let me add something. Let me add something to that. Uh, because, you know, I remember in, in the transformation, I'm old enough, you know, from being colored. Uh, in fact, mm -hmm. we didn't even want to be black. If somebody said you was black, you know. Oh, that's fighting words. That's, exactly. You know, always the word nigger has always been suppressed until Richard Pryor and other comedians started using vociferously. And now, you know, they they say it's a word that we uh, uh, have control over, which I disagree. I hate the word. I don't use it, especially to describe us, you know, because I know the evilness and the, the root of that. But then we came up with Afro-American, you know, and that was coming out of the 60s, you know. But Afro was a hairdo, you know. Exactly. That's a hairdo. And, and so to me, I looked at Africa as the noun. Africa is us. Mm. There's a word that goes in front of the noun, which is like an adjective to describe what kind of African we are. We're African. We're definitely not American. If we were American, if we were American, we wouldn't be suffering the way that we do. Okay? So... That's very, that's, sorry, sorry to cut you. That's very interesting. But Brother Ochi, can I ask you a question uh, based on what you said? Because uh, Brother Herb said Jesse Jackson. I, I actually thought it was Malcolm X who first put it, started putting out the term African-American. Is that not right? No, he, he had no. Afro-American. He had Afro-American. Okay. No, and, it wasn't and, Malcolm. Yeah, no. and Jesse. Okay. It, it really wasn't Jesse either, but it was coming out of, because it was us, mm -hmm. it was coming out of a conference that had taken place of uh, the Black Political Convention in 72 that we're not going to call us an Afro-American. That was like in, in Indiana. In Indiana, Gary. And they said African-American, African-American, you know. And, and so still with us being American. And I said, no, we're not American. We're African. And so to me, the word that goes in front of, 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 of African is the kind of African that you are. British African, French African, Brazilian African, Cuban African, Jamaican. Jamaican African, Ghanaian African, Nigerian African. Africa is the noun. African, a, a noun describes a person, place, or thing. And that's what we are. Yeah, but, 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 Oshie, mm -hmm. most, most Americans don't identify themselves Of course they don't. African. No, they don't. They identify themselves as American. Now, right. I have this argument with a cousin of mine all the time. The, the thing is that if you notice, in this country, every ethnic group identifies with a home base. Yep. So you could be an Indian and you identify with Indian, Chinese, so on, so on. Mm -hmm. We are the only people for some reason that don't identify with Africa. For what reason, one does not know. But well, no, one can so. But Jay, hold no, on. No, we know. Yeah, because we can we surmise. Know. If when, if when we know, when, but, listen. The, but the average Negro doesn't doesn't know, nor does he identify, nor does he, he wish to identify right. with being African. He wants to identify with being American, and America hates your black ass. Right. America ain't got no use to be honest with you for black people at this stage of the game. I mean, look at look at the way 
the economy is going. Look at the way education is going. Look at the way that the growth of African Americans in this country is growing. Hey, bro, we don't even realize that in the next 40 to 50 years, the population of the Negro that have these so-called positions in whiteness is going to be at its lowest form. Mm -hmm. Because you got to remember something that a lot of our people don't understand, nor do they teach their children that you're competing with more ethnic groups now than you ever did. With me and you, Oshi, and Irv, and Paul was coming up, we wasn't competing in the manner in which we're competing now with other ethnic groups. So now this middle-class Negro don't even realize the type of trouble that they're in. Perfect example. When I was coming up, we were developing and growing and being placed in the fire department, police department, and things like that. Our parents were probably the first generation who were homeowners and things of that nature. The lifestyle that me and you and Irv were able to obtain through our civil service work and things of that nature our kids are not getting those type of opportunities today. They're competing with others. So whereby, if, 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 if you really understand what's going on, if you're not educating your children right, your grandchildren are deep, deep doodle. And that's what we live for now. Yeah, but Jay, you know Jay, Jay. That, no? Go, go ahead, Jay. Paul. You see what you're talking about, yeah? Uh, you're talking, obviously, because you're in America and you're born in America. But the reality of it is, isn't that globalization? That's that's globalization, and that's right. all around the world. It's, that's what they've done. That is what globalization does. You know, it brings in everybody so that you deliberately have to compete and they make the odds stacked against you. That That is the point. It's divide and conquer. That is the, that is what global. What you're describing is is not just in America. It's everywhere on the planet. It's called globalization. Global. Yeah, it's global. globalization where we don't, where we as black people in America make the mistake is we don't understand globalization. Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't, under, we don't understand that you have to have a certain skill set or attain a certain skill set where you could go all around the world and present yourself and have an opportunity Absolutely. to survive. That's but, but, why they but, but, trades out of the schools. That's yes, the main yes. reason why. Because I got a young boy right now that goes all around the world as a welder, getting paid, living yes, a beautiful yes. life. And he's 26 yeah, brother, years old. Brother Jay, but you know you see, why? Because I yeah. trained him. I told him he had to have a worldview. I told him he had to get a skill in order for him to be able to walk away from America, go someplace else, and be able to present that skill and anyway. be able to make a living for himself. And he's been very, very fortunate yeah. to do it. And that's what okay, get yeah, yeah, listen, listen, listen. That is our job. You see, when you come on this platform and you articulate that, 
that is our role. You know, we can't knock people. You say the black people in America, but trust me, exactly what you say. I know one million percent. It's not just the black people in America. You, you, it's the white people here. It's every, all the people here. They, they don't understand what's going on. A lot of people don't understand this globalization thing, what it means. And exactly how you've just articulated it is exactly it. Unless you have the idea that you, you can take a skill anywhere because things have changed. Things have become automated. Computers have changed the whole way this uh, you know, job seeker thing works. You know, so obviously people got to adjust. It just that's just how it is. So it's not just black people in America. It's unfair to say that because it makes them feel like they're doing worse than anybody else. Listen, people are suffering from that. You have training um, programs every day. The politicians are talking about it here. How they need to readjust people. And people, people are slow to adjust. That's the reality. People do not like change. Not just black people in America. People in general don't like change. So it's people like us. Who can cut, who overstand this thing and do exactly what you do? We need to do these things, and especially as black people, we need to reach out to our people all the time with no excuse. Because the re the reality of it is, a great deal of us just do not get it. A great deal of us are just stuck in our ways. A great deal of us are ignorant. A great deal of us are very stubborn. We don't want to change. We're stuck in a hocus pocus and fairy tales, right? So people like me and you, it's our duty. To do that, it's our duty. We ain't got no other duty. We have to do the. And sometimes that change has to be forced upon people, yeah. maybe in a very yes, strategic way. Mm -hmm. You understand? Very, without mm -hmm. no compromise, without no ears and graces. Seriously, you know, because unless we do that, people like me and you and others, unless we do that, there's no hope for our people, you know? We can't rely on these politicians. You know that, Brother Jay. We can't rely on these so-called schooling, fooling systems, even these universities. You can't rely on it. I went to university myself. The first week in colleges, I said, what am I doing here with these bunch of idiots? <laughs> because all they were doing is rhetorically <laughs> regurgitate nonsense. And they did, you ask them any question outside the book, they didn't have a clue. I don't expect nothing out of a politician other than to be honest with you for him to hopefully be smart enough to get rich. That's straight <laughs> up. I don't, I don't expect nothing else out of him. If, 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 if he's not smart enough to get rich in this process, then I don't know what to tell you because I don't see them doing anything for their community. I don't, I mean, if you got, like in New York, I would say maybe two or three of the politicians are really doing things for their community. And the rest of them are just doing what they have to do to be able to be reelected so that they can get to that point where they can get that beautiful pension. And that's just the reality. Let me let me let me say this before we sign off, because it's almost over. I just got I just got back from Senegal, and, and when I I went to a school, couple of schools in Senegal, and gave some money to the schools. I was speaking to these children, primary school. These children were in primary school, African, and they spoke six languages. So the globalism, the globalization that you're talking about, the globalist. They have, I know one language, English. That's all I speak. I don't know. I don't, I'm not bilingual. So they don't teach us anything so that our world Most is small. 
Well, pig Latin, but that's same. But you know what? But our world, our but no, world that's what. Hey, hey, listen, isn't isn't that what we talk about? Isn't that what brother uh, uh, <laughs> brother Rick talks about? Yeah, you Come gotta on have now. some kind Come of language now. that is outside the frame of of, of of the dominant language that we deal in. It. That's why I advocate uh, uh, Swahili. To help us yes. to learn Swahili, so we can have yes. some some kind of cultural privacy outside of, yes. of speaking. Well, yeah. So yes, but it's by design. It's it's by design that we don't know yeah. anything globally. We only know things within the confines of the United States. And if you ask any anybody in a in a crowded room, if raise your hands if you want to trade places with a black person, nobody's going to raise their hand. Nobody. Because everybody knows that we live a hard life. We, we start three miles back behind everybody else. Mm-hmm. The playing field is not level. We all know the problem. But we, but, but we have to one by one, like you say, Jay, you took one guy, one kid, and you made him, and he's going to make another, and he's going to pay it forward. And that's what this show is about. And that's, that's why I love the dialogue that we have. And that's why I think Baba Oshi, uh, Jay, myself, Paul, and all the other people that call are so important when they express and articulate what they feel. Because you don't see this on news. Al Jazeera is being taken off of television. The Jews want to get rid of Al Jazeera TV because they're talking about the Palestinians. You know, but let's talk about yeah. Africa. I give a damn you about know, the rest of it. You know, you know what the beautiful thing is, man? It's one of the most beautiful things is. You notice, man, how we never have that Urugu come in here with his nonsense, man. That's a beautiful thing. That is, and I'm, we're blessed reason, in that sense because a few other programs. We are really blessed. Yeah, we are. To never have to beat up on you, Rugus, or have them come in with their trolling yeah. madness. So I'm grateful for this platform, man. Maybe, maybe we got a spider sense out there to keep you, Rugus, away. Well, so whatever it is, well, whatever it is, dialogue. hope that continues because I remember Doc Rogers used to say that they have all this one cat kept calling on his program, you know, being disruptive and, and, and another guy would do the same thing on this program. So I, I've never experienced that. So, and I hope we, we never do. It's the ancestors, man. The ancestors have got our back. Right on, Trust Paul. Yeah. That's yes, right. Paul. Good point. Good point. That's well, right. well um, Oshi, I think it's time for you to close this out for the head whipper won't get on you. We don't want that. We don't want the head whipper. You know, uh, coming down. All right, brother. All right, brother. <laughs> well, listen, family. I love y'all. You know that, and I appreciate this. It's been good dialogue today. Uh, once again, um, we talked about the murders of the flower moon. And it's, I, I, I'm not saying that you should run and go see it. It's three and a half hours long, and I'm quite sure it's going to be entertaining, but more importantly, informative. But what I'm talking about is the example of us marrying outside of us, particularly as it relates to reparations and so forth, and people stealing our stuff and eliminating us. So anyway, I love y'all, brothers and, and sisters. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they shown the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shem Hotel, that means go in peace.
Asante Sana means thank you. Bibi Fahadier. Bibi Fahadier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Peace out, family. Great. Oh.